Lindsay, Sean, how do you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Alligators have more rounded snouts. Crocodiles have more pointed snouts. Oh, I thought, I thought you were gonna. I thought you Wait, were expecting a joke? a joke. Oh, oh, I thought you really wanted to know. No, uh, do you want to do you want to try again? <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? One makes a great pair of boots. The other makes a great purse. Is that a joke too? I don't know. <laughs> All right, you want to try one more time okay. for the punchline okay. to this joke? How do you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Gee, Sean, I don't know. How do you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Welcome to Weave You Yasha, everybody. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. All right. Now, we're all set to talk about crocodiles and alligators. We're all set to talk about episode 109. Oh, shit. I'm going <laughs> to be honest. I forgot my notebook where I wrote down all of my thoughts, including the episode title. I know the second half is onward to Mount Hakare, but what's the first Have half? Have you not committed it to memory? Look, <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded. Do you not remember the titles of all 108 previous episodes? Let's list them in order. Okay. The girl who was overcome by time, and the boy was just overcome. <laughs> Episode two is evil battle with asshole man. No. What is the second one? I don't know. <laughs> Third one is you're of the demon hair. I thought that was the fourth one. The fourth one is continuing to Yura. battle with Yura. <laughs> Episode five. Let's just skip to show. Episode 109. <laughs> Hidden. In the mist. Hidden in the mist. Really? Yeah. Okay. Onward to Mount Hakure. Yay. So there's a fight going on. It's not much of a fight, but we do get one. Right. It's a continuation from where we left off dramatically last time. I don't know if I made this connection last time, but... Oh, my God. Suikotsu. Ha-ha. Mm. Yeah. Ha-ha. Suikotsu. He is basically Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. I don't think I made that connection. Oh, really? No. He has two hearts. And Kagome just says he has split personalities in the dub. And they're like, what's that? We're just mountain folk from the 1500s. We don't know that. <laughs> Get that fucking shit out of here. <laughs> I know. There's a point where Inuyasha's like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm like, Kagome just explained <laughs> it to you when you said you don't care. <laughs> he never cares. He just doesn't care. He just wants to kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's but he... the real Mr. Hyde here. <sighs> We're the monsters. <laughs> Inuyasha saves the child, which could be a boy or a girl, depending on which version you watch. Oh, that's right. Good old uh, Tsuikotsu gets his wolverine claws back. Yeah, I guess Renkotsu was holding on to them. He just kept them? I was like, here. And then Inuyasha's like all looking at a sword like, 
it's too far away. And then Suikotsu's like, oh, what? You afraid to fight me without a sword? And I'm like, dude, you just like tied five knives to your hands. You're, that's a little heavy handed there. But as we've said before, Inuyasha's body is a sword, so I guess they should be able to fight claw to claw. Yeah. But I was thinking, couldn't he just point the sheath at the sword and call the sword back to him like he did in Night in Chigenkyo? Or Return of the Jedi? Well, I don't think Inuyasha was in that very much. (laughs) But I think that's what they did, right? In Return of the Jedi? (laughs) They did it in Empire. Isn't he? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure. And the last Jedi. The force to, to get the Tetsaiga. Remember in the last Jedi when he pulled the lightsaber through uh, good old what's his name, Emperor Snoke. Oh, is that what you were talking about, Inuyasha? Oh yeah, we were. <laughs> and then I brought up other things, just like I do on Super S. <laughs> so anyway, he doesn't pull his sword to him using the sheath. Instead, nope. they just fight hand-to-hand. Yep. Inuyasha, well, close quarters. Iron Reaver. Inuyasha gets his ass handed to him, as he's wont to oh, do. Oh, yes. Another hole in the chest. And he uh, gets the claws pointed at his neck, and the only thing that stops him from getting killed is those kids. Yep. They're like, no, Suikotsu. We love you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ugh. He's like, ew, gross. Get out of my head. <laughs> Children. <laughs> And that's when Inuyasha's like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, dude, didn't you hear what Kagome said? And Kagome, Amaroku, and Sango, engulfed in flame, Shippo. not really that concerned about it. Seems like fire is just kind of whatever. They're like, what okay, yeah, we're be. surrounded, but we're just going to sit here mm-hmm. and not try to escape until like maybe a certain priestess that we all know and love is in danger. Then maybe escaping the flames is a priority. Yeah, it's like a video game time mission because uh, Ginkotsu oh, does, doesn't uh, fire his cannon at uh, Kikyo, but instead decides to just run her over. Yeah. And I think, what's the noise he makes? It's like, goose, 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 goose. <laughs> I know my impressions are horrible. I think that was his laugh. <laughs> goose, 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 goose. Uh, what's, he was uh, having a good old time. Who is the a... gas man? Um Mukotsu. Mukotsu. The his, poison master? Is the gas man. Because <laughs> he's the gas man. <laughs> <laughs> A lesser known uh, Beatles track. His laugh is more like. <laughs> yeah. That's closer to his laugh, not muahaha or whatever I did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> They're both funny. Yeah, thanks. Still can't do a crow. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, he's just going to go run him over. Yeah. Run her over. Yeah. Because she got blown up and all her souls fell out. And I was kind of like going like, really, Kiko, you are still unconscious. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot her there's souls a, fell out. There's a stupid barrier that's making all this happen. Yeah, right. So maybe the explosion knocked her like past the barrier and that's why her souls fell out. I was just thinking she wasn't able to consciously hold on to him anymore. And then oh, she has to be her. conscious to hold on to her soul? Sure. Does she never have naps? No, she doesn't sleep. She doesn't she sleep in trees? Remember when Kagome fell down that hill and there was Kikyo sleeping in a tree? She was meditating. Oh, she was okay. sulking, like, oh. as she's wont to do. Mm. What? <laughs> oh, you need your notebook. <laughs> Clearly, you do not remember how beloved Kikyo is. <laughs> I remember everything. <laughs> 
but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so fan favorite character is about to die. Uh, Moroku is like, I got to save a woman in peril. Yeah. Uh, and Sango's like, but you can't use your wind tunnel. And thankfully, and one, I don't know why, because couldn't he just open his wind tunnel and like just bring her, like suck her out of the way and then stop it? Or right? at least get rid of the fire. Yeah. But for some reason, he can't use the wind tunnel. And Sango reminds him of that. And he goes, yeah, now's not really the time to be bringing that up. Like it's his failure to perform yeah. or something. Because I was kind of like, yeah, Debbie Downer. But Negative she's... Nelly. But they have a Harikotsu that's fireproof that they can just throw. But Moroku has to tell her to use that too. <laughs> yeah, I wish she would have just been like, run, Moroku. <sighs> I know. Instead, she's like, well, you're really safer, like, sitting in this ring of fire with us than running out there to save someone else. Yeah. But he does. He runs. He does. And then he gets stopped by Renkotsu, mm -hmm. who breathes a bunch of fire at him that doesn't catch or nope. surround him in fire. Yeah. This whole thing is just to distract him anyway, because their plan is to kill children. Yes. Well, they think it'll help uh, Suikotsu yeah, stay Suikotsu instead of Dr. Jekyll. Mr. Hyde? Wasn't it disappointing in Penny Dreadful? She never got to see a Mr. Hyde. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. nonsense is what that was. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things disappointing about that show. Yeah. But nowadays they could just make a movie. And fix it all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll remake it. <laughs> we'll get to see Ava Green naked more. Yeah. Josh Hartnett. Oh, Forgot yeah. Forgot what a looker he was. Mm -hmm. He's probably still a looker. Yeah, no. What's he doing nowadays? I don't know after Penny Dreadful. Starting a successful wine business. Oh. Right. That's a guess. Everyone's getting into wine. Kilala finally comes in instead of severing everybody from the Ring of Fire or running over and saving Kikyo decides to just distract Renkotsu so that Moroku yeah. can save Kikyo at the last second very last second and he doesn't just like grab her and keep going like momentum wise he's running towards her grab her and keep going past you know right yeah he stops picks her up and goes back the way he came yeah She's still not safe, technically. Yeah. But I guess they weren't going to be the hasty retreat yet. And then Jakotsu, all of a sudden, is not too keen on killing the kids, even though he was fine last episode. Isn't that what... Uh, didn't he, like, fling his sword at the kids, and that's when Suikotsu jumped in front of it and got cut? Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, he's, like, not too keen on this idea. Well, I was going to argue... Um... That he just wants an opponent, and kids aren't really opponents. But you're absolutely right. He was going to murder them children in the previous episode. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was what started the whole Suikotsu thing in the first place. And he walks right up to him, even though his sword is a projectile weapon that you yeah. can throw from far off. And Renkotsu is begging. No, not Renkotsu. The Suikotsu? Other one. Suikotsu is begging. Not and they're like, oh, we will damage him if we kill the kids. New rule. So let's just keep this half Wolverine guy on our Gentanksu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then they retreat. 
because uh, Inuyasha gets his sword back. Yes. I'm ready to fight. Where are you going? <laughs> but Jakotsu is like, bye. He's see you still later. so cute. Mm. So they're going to go somewhere. Well, they don't know where they're going. They don't even have a goal. Maybe to find Big Brother. Maybe. Maybe somebody will come along with a plot. Uh, Inuyasha and Kagome and gang gather around Kikyo and like, what's happening? She's not waking up. Kagome notices what's going on, but she appears to struggle with it. I know. I don't know why. I know. I don't know why. Because she saved her life in that mountain thing. Yeah. But now she's like, maybe I could just let her die here. And no one else notices those little soul carriers. I think they do notice. They just don't put two and two together. Yeah, I was. It's not that complicated. And then they're like, she she's like, you need to uh, put Kiki over there. And then Maroku's like, do you want me to carry her? And Kagome's like, it has to be Inuyasha. And it's like, really? Does it? You, Maroku just picked her up from you know being trampled. I don't know why she keeps creating these scenarios for him to be romantic with his ex. Yeah, and then they're like walking away and he's carrying her and she's like, I don't want to see them like that. And I'm like, well then why did you tell him only he could do it? And then she tells her friends to shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> talking within earshot. <laughs> I guess they do that a lot. He's like, knock it off. I want to hear this. Do you want to do a quick scenario of how that scene should have gone? Ooh, okay. You be Moroku, I'll be uh, Kagome. Okay. Okay. Look at those soul carriers. They're uh, we need to carry her that way so that the souls can go back into her body. Oh, well she was just in my arms 2 seconds ago. I can do it. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Anybody can carry her. Let's go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Instead, Inuyasha is the only one who can carry her. How romantic. I guess. <laughs> Everyone's watching. It's not that romantic. And then all of a sudden, like, wait, wait, wait. Does Inuyasha still have feelings for Kikyo? Yes. <laughs> it's something that's pervaded the entire <laughs> show. So, of course. Uh, she wakes up. And she's like, uh, what happened? I remember the Band of the Seven. My new boyfriend turned into a asshole. Like, yeah, They're like yeah, he's yeah. gone now. Mm. And then of course some stupid kids come wandering out of the woods, and you're like, Kikyo. And she's like, all right, I'm gonna stay with those kids because I can't go forward anyway. Yeah, might as well just hang out here. It's interesting that she called the place evil, even though it purifies demonic. I, I auras. thought that was odd too, and I'm like, is it evil because she can't go there? But I think I kind of get it that it's just. It's not a normal place. It's an evil place, and that's the spell. It doesn't let demonic auras in, no matter what they are. I was thinking that maybe this means Inuyasha can't move past the barrier, but he's half-demon, so he probably will just have trouble doing it and then be able to make it up Mount Hakurei anyway. Good is bad. Bad is good. Pure is impure. Impure is pure. Oh, so then I guess the group continues on. The run in the next morning, and Inuyasha asks some love advice from Moroku. That was actually pretty great. I like the scene like, a whole lot. Why isn't Kagome on my back? Like, well, listen, Inuyasha, she's having real trouble with you and Kikyo. 
thinks you still have feelings for her. My advice, just leave her alone. Let her calm down. <laughs> and then you can talk to her. And he's running away already. Yep. Yeah, Baroque is actually really on point. Mm-hmm. He sometimes right. is. You're all right, Maroku. But then, of course, he runs up and is like, hey, what the fuck? Why don't you just talk to me? <laughs> that was funny, too. <laughs> She's like, huh? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I don't like that. So then I guess they stop the talk. And they're both mad. Kagome said, look, I said I'd be be by you no matter what and yeah this is real hard for me so appreciate my sacrifice <laughs> and leave me alone <laughs> and this is what you wanted you wanted to talk well here i am why don't you talk to me <laughs> he's like i knew it you were mad it's like oh yeah oh yeah good job <laughs> <laughs> sit <laughs> and then sits him a million times into the dirt mm-hmm. and they're like, he was sitting on the stupids too She'd say Baka, and he was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> One of those cumulative effects again. But really, Kagome, that's not a good idea. Keep hanging around with a guy in hopes that he'll like you back. No. Yeah, we've said this from the beginning. You gotta yeah. just find a nice bad boy in your own time. And... Koga, he seems single. No, in his own time. Oh. <laughs> Kojo. Well, yeah, Koga's down. Not Hojo. Hojo's, he loves medicine too much. <laughs> and Kagome. <laughs> maybe. I'm still not convinced of that. Oh, he's got the, what is it, the Florence Nightingale syndrome or something? Where you make make kids sick. Oh, so you uh, could take care of him? Munchausen by proxy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Florence Nightingale syndrome might be something else. I've never heard of that. Huh. Unless there was a Florence Nightingale who did that. I don't know, kids. Look it up. Get back <laughs> to us on Instagram. Uh, meanwhile, the band <gasps> comes across Kohaku, who's like, hmm. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to finally meet Big Brother. And then we see... The oddly English-voiced Bankotsu. That's his name? Bankotsu? No. English-voiced? Uh, his English voice uh, was different than I imagined it would be. Oh! I didn't listen. I don't think I've ever heard his English voice, actually. That's weird. I was, watch- I was definitely on um, the subtitles by the time I got uh, to this episode. Yes. But there he is. He's looking at a village, probably thinking he's going to destroy that shit. It's going to wreck it. Oh, yeah. It's not just any castle. Oh, interesting. Was that in the preview? It was in the final. Okay. Yeah, he's looking on a mountain and he's like, you see his back. And then he smiles. And then you see just his smile. Okay. Yeah. No, there's there's a little bit of history there. That's not any Ooh. poor unsuspecting village that is. Some vengeance coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. We're almost there. One more Hooray! episode, and that sexy ass can finally uh, rub across your My eyeballs. My boyfriend! Good. And then, uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. We got a new closing. Yeah, super boring. It's a lot of him running and then vacation it's photos. all him running. <laughs> but he's running to some sort of dead tree where they're all waiting for him. His sulking tree has died. <laughs> he's been away from it for too long. 
Good thing he has friends now. <laughs> yeah. Best friends who sit him from time to time. Yeah, only when he deserves it. <laughs> hey, look, he told me to carry her. For the love of God, what am I supposed to do? You're taking my manhood. It's exactly like Patrice O'Neill said. That's the episode. It was okay. I'm kind of gearing up for... Kind of a transition episode, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and that was in the title because they're going onward to Mount Hockeray. <laughs> they're almost at the peak. We're getting there. Yeah, there really hasn't been too much about hidden in the mist or onward to Mount Hockeray. Just kind of at the end there. I guess the mist. Oh, maybe there's a real mist coming. <gasps> ah! With giant bugs that eat people. Ooh. Oh, wait, that's a reference to the mist mist. That overrated hack movie. <gasps> I don't care for it. But everyone dies. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, and then you have to endure them being horrible people for two hours until they do die. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real Stephen King heavy episode. Oops. Talking about Dr. Sleep and... It too. It as well. Um, let's mention another one. Storm of the Century. I don't know that one. That was a limited series event way back in the 90s. The Stand. That was a limited series event in the early 90s with Lieutenant Dan. No way. Yeah, Gary Sinise, the main character. Oh. Huh. And Ed Harris. as <gasps> From Alcatraz? And isn't he also in fucking that one show? <laughs> uh, Westworld. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't watch that. What? Nah. Oh. It's a hobo show. That's also bad, I think. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Why can't shows be good for longer than five episodes? And then they run out of ideas and just are dumb. Except for Bob's Burgers. Oh. Never seen that. Oh, you're missing out. There's a lot of things I don't watch. Surprises me. Well, I watch some things. Because you watch Twin Peaks so much. (laughs) Season four. (laughs) Some rumblings. All the actors are quiet about it, but uh, Cheryl Lilly, she canceled her fucking con appearance for filming. What could she be filming? The Mist 2. Oh, she's probably in The Mist 2. <laughs> I think she's playing The Mist. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess that's good. I think we did our job. Yeah. Just... Can't wait for next one, which is the official ending of season. Yes. Okay. According to the internet. According to the internet. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and enduring me not having a notebook. Lindsay? um, I'll never forget your notebook again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.